Hey listeners, thanks for tuning into our podcast, but we know you may have an idea for your own podcast and that's why we are recommending you go get Anchor. Mm-hmm. You can create your own podcast and then like maybe have us on as guests. You should definitely have us on. For oh, we're, we're, I just checked our calendar. We're busy, Ooh. Oh, but we're available on this day. We can pencil okay, we'll you be, in. Yeah, yeah, yeah we're we in. can do it. Okay, we, we it. said yes. Forget it. I don't like your ideas. <laughs> um, <laughs> Anchor is the system we use and it's got a lot of cool tools. You can actually, it's kind of a one-stop shop place where you can go, you can record, edit everything, even implement songs from Spotify into your podcast. Mm-hmm. And what I like about it the most, to be honest, is that it makes us money and I love money. And it also is free, which is kind of like, you know, you save money. It's like I think that's the biggest money. thing is like it's free. So you don't have to worry about like paying any kind of fee or signing up for thing. And they do everything for you. So... You can go there. They will distribute your podcast for you so you can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all the other places your family are going to ignore you on. So uh, it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started for free. Mm-hmm. Did we mention it's free? Free and you make money. You're going to make money. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe. Your family will ignore you. That's we're, true. It cuts to the core. We're not, we're not going to be on your podcast. Ooh, I can't wait to hear that. She's a rebellious child growing up in a strict religious home. Ooh, I want to oh, ask those questions. Yes. Let's get more deeper. Let's do it. Oh, we're really excited today. Wait, we are. We are. <laughs> right? I, I feel... Are we... Ha- do we have excitement? On the way here, I was thinking I'm happier than my ancestors have ever been. <laughs> like, I've, I've surpassed... That, yeah, how do you know that? Um, I can feel their lineage in It me. was simpler times back then. I, that's actually true. I actually feel like. Yeah, maybe they they weren't worried about all the other people's Instagram posts. and I uh, know. They weren't uh, comparing themselves to the social media, uh, uh, you know, bullshit. I agree because I, I actually feel like I'm happier than also the people to come from my DNA. Actually, oh my gosh, I don't think anyone's going to come from my DNA. You don't that's think so you'll sad. ever have kids? I don't know, but I just realized like my DNA stops with me possibly. Okay, that, y- I'm really you're bummed. young. No, I'm, I'm young. young. I'm like no, you're no, vibrant. No. I am vibrant. You're gonna go and you're gonna make those babies. No, just do it. No, no, I'm sweating. Yeah. <laughs> Why <laughs> can't I have babies? babies? <laughs> go have babies. I don't want to have babies. <laughs> I'm sweating into a flop sweat. No, people uh, are on their second child, and I'm like, I can't even <laughs> talk about a baby with that. <laughs> yeah, I hope I'm a dad someday too. But who knows? Maybe who knows? I'm just destined to be, you know. Awful. Yeah, I think you should not. Not? I, sh- I shouldn't? Kidding. Um, oh, also, man. you know those bikes that the city has provided? Yeah, line bikes and all these bikes like that? Yes. Uh, Wh- which is what they do is they just drop these bikes in places. You go up, you scan your credit card or whatever, and you can take the bike anywhere and drop it anywhere you want. There's right. no station to leave it in. Okay, go ahead. Uh, I hit the one on Shut your front up. yard. <laughs> yeah. What do you mean, with your car? Yeah. Just How? As I was parking here. Why is there one parked like on your lawn all the time? I don't I, I understand. Don't know. Well, yeah. I was trying to back up and I don't Walk have a, I was driving a car with no backup camera and oh. so far that. And you crunched it? Yep. Like, is it fucked? Yeah. And I don't know what to do. Wait, what do you mean? It's a little bit like dented. It's al dente. Okay. The bike is dented or the yes. car? No, the bike. And you just crunch it. You like ran over I it. didn't know what it was. I wasn't paying <laughs> attention and I, I looked. So, All right. So uh, after this podcast, we'll just go check it out because. No, I'm we're afraid. not checking it out. I'm not going out there with you. Well, I might need some like assistance to take it to the desert and bury it or something like that. All right. Okay. So well, today. Our guest today. Yeah, let's get to it. I'm Come on. I'm very excited. Yeah, she's awesome. I'm yeah. so stoked to talk to this girl. Athena Rosette. Oh, what a great I name. I know. My first question is Wait, let me see your picture. She's so pretty. And oh, so guys. Awesome. Text. Like, look this up. Holy. What? I know. Why didn't you tell me she was, she's on fire. She's on fire. So I wanted to lead with her podcast, 
which is the Alter Ego podcast. Yeah. And she basically discusses the duality. I'm of sorry. I should take that back. Listen, Athena is very attractive, but I'm not going to. I don't want to put her on a, a thing where it's like she's just a physical thing. Oh, okay? she's a great podcast. No, yeah, she's awesome. Well, but I want to make sure that I'm very clear about that. I don't want to treat women as objects. And sometimes I can say things that sounds like I do. And I don't want to do that. Wow, you're getting so much more. I'm like, trying to evolve. Info. I am yeah. trying to evolve. But here's what I have to say to you. Athena Rosette, that is a sexy name. It really is. All right. And it's a sexy podcast. Yeah, so I listen her, to it. Yeah, Alter Ego Podcast. After yeah. this one, check it out. You can check out. it out on iTunes as well. Yeah, so it's about like the duality, and there's a lot of questions about previous yeah. episodes we want to talk yes. about. It's about uh, everybody's living uh, sort of like split lives. Not yeah. split personalities, but actually like completely different lives. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's very so exciting. So we'll get some of our split So guys, stay episode. tuned. We'll be right back with Athena Rosette. Come on, kids, now gather around. Grab along and sit right down. What's that smell? What's that sound? You're on fire, now hit the ground. It's the campfire shit show. And now, your camp counselors, Bo Hufford and Mero Clemo. This sounds so sexy. We sound so good. These you, I, you sound <laughs> really good. It's the auto tune. Actually, I, I was listening to your podcast. And I was like, this woman has the best voice. I was like, thank you. That, that we were just talking a couple episodes about the ASMR. Oh, you know where ASMR. you where you talk very slowly and you oh, speak yes. clearly. I'm like, Bo, and can then, you shut the <clears> fuck up? And then people will like <laughs> listen to it on YouTube. You know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. You have one of those voices that's really like. You calm know. us. You make us feel like everything's going to be okay. You calm the <laughs> shit out of us. Which is right good. Here. We are a wild ferret. <laughs> we are. Maybe I should make one of those sleep tracks for people. That, oh, so please everybody do. will come to my, my YouTube channel and just listen to my voice. You'll have a herd of Fall humans asleep. outside of your house just like trying to like sleep better. You know? <laughs> Perfect. We're following you. Then the cult. The most sounds like, a little bit creepy, but if they <laughs> me, I'm open to The it. next, uh, whatever the most like messed up duality podcast that you have coming up, like make them do ASMR. It's like, so I was into like latex. And <laughs> like we're, we're going right into latex. That's, that's what you want to do? Straight away. Straight away. Um, Why not? I know because every every time I'm like, I was telling people, oh, I'm doing a podcast tonight and we have this really great guest coming on. And they're like, well, what's it about? I'm like, I don't know. Uh, you know, I try to explain it, but then it's really, yeah. okay, there's a story, there's a nun, and then she isn't a nun, she's totally into fetish, and it's like, I, I feel like <laughs> that's the, the only thing I know. We're not talking no, to the I know, nun. I know, I know, I know. I know. You never know. That could be me. Maybe uh, in the past or the future. Uh, <laughs> You're the curator. Wait, are you the nun? <laughs> I'm not the nun. I'm not. Are you Maybe the nun? she's the latex. I'm going to ask so you one nun. more time, Beetlejuice. <laughs> Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm not the nun. And is your But re- I, I wish I was the nun. She is so badass. <laughs> I would love to have her. Well, I don't know if I would love to have her life, but I would love to step into her shoes for a day yeah. while she's in latex. There's still stilettos, <laughs> though. The nuns they wear would be shoes? stilettos, right? Exactly. Oh, stilettos. Do yeah, nuns wear stilettos. shoes? I guess they have to. But like, that's is a there great a question. Know what's under but those habits. Like they could have black anything re- under there. Yeah. Oh, you know they have something <laughs> under there, if you know what I'm saying. Let's get oh in there. Oh, my God. I'm just kidding. Uh, today, how do you say your. Athena Rosette. Rosette. And that's okay, the that's real we name. That that's your real name. Real name. How's that oh possible? Gosh. So actually, this was my first and middle name. Okay. And I've had two other last names, and I. Why? So, so I was I was born Athena Rosette Clune, and then I got married. Okay. And then I got divorced, and I didn't want to go back to Clune because I didn't identify with it for gotcha. various reasons. Gotcha. And so I had been going by Athena Rosette as my performer name for a long time because I'm a Brazilian samba performer. What the fuck? 
So what is going? Okay, get ready, guys. This is going to be a good episode. Okay, so you go by Athena Rosette. Yes, and wow. I've been going f- by it for so long that I just decided to change my name to it eventually. Even though it are you has legally been. changed? Yes. Oh, that's awesome. Awesome. I mean, it was Athena Rosette, some other name. After right, that, right. So. We won't put it here at all. We won't say that. Yeah, and, and her social security number is <laughs> t-shirt size and mother's yeah. name as well. Please Let's get this all and down. Are you from San Diego? Yes. Cool. Yeah. So you're born, born and raised. Born, yeah. Born and raised. Wow. Have you traveled a lot? Yes. Yeah. Really? I've gone. It hardly ever happens. Many different countries. Um, I've lived mostly in California, up and down mm. the coast, but I bounced back in San Diego after my divorce six years ago, and I just stayed here. I love it. I really love yeah. it. I almost moved to LA a couple months ago. Really? So did we. <laughs> so close. I didn't. Oh, I, did, I do. I <laughs> Every like four months, I have a freak out of why I'm not living up in LA. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, it's my dream to end up in like Sherman Oaks. So we met you at a podcast meetup. Yes. And when you told us about your podcast, we were like, oh my gosh, our people are going to love her. <laughs> we need to have you on to tell us everything. So uh, tell us a little bit about your podcast at first. Yeah. Now. Yeah. So my podcast is the Alter Ego Podcast, and I talk with people about their secret identities and their life transitions from one identity to another. So we get into the nitty gritty of all the things that they may or may not want to share with the world. Some of them don't share who they are, and I just share their story without giving away their identity because it's the only way they'll talk to me. And then other people are excited to share about it. Those are more the. But my first question yeah. about this is like, yeah. what got you into this in the first place? So when I I've been a Brazilian samba performer for years now, and I've met many people through the performance space that are so different on stage than off. Yeah. And so I've learned a lot about the identities that we have or stage identities, and one of my biggest, <laughs> the the funniest examples, I actually performed with Weird Al for a short what? period of time. Wait, yeah. For a period of time. Not <laughs> like I accidentally. Okay. It's not like I was on, on tour with him forever. <laughs> <or> anything, <but laughs> I was, <laughs> I was, um, one of his angry grunge cheerleaders in the smells like teen spirit. Are you serious? No. Wait, in a video? Were you it, in the it video? It was in performances, like live performances. Oh, man. Like Where do we videos? see that? Yeah. You know what? I have to look. I didn't take a video of it, but it was one of those things where I did in a couple of cities here in San Diego and in LA. Yeah. Um, just because I had, we had learned a little bit of choreography and did it. So what I learned about Weird Al, which was super surprising to me, is that he's larger than life, huge personality, crazy, crazy energy man on stage. Yeah. Backstage, you can hardly get him to make eye contact. He is so shy. Really? Yes. He is so reserved. We were eating with him backstage and he was just sitting by himself and I tried to make contact and make a, just even just chit chat. Yeah. Not even. Not at an all. Option. Oh, no. And it wasn't that he was being rude. It's right. just he was very internal, very reserved. Mm-hmm. And I realized I think his stage persona really is just that. It's this bigger than life part of himself that gets to come out in this very specific situation. Yeah. You know? And so I started thinking, wow, I was expecting him to be this huge person, even off stage and on stage. And, mm-hmm. and then I realized I'm not like who I am when I'm in my Brazilian costume, when yeah. I'm in the feathers and in the tiny bikini. I'm not like this ha, la, la, like crazy, <laughs> yeah, loud, yeah. amazing, fun person all the time. You're sometimes putting on a I'm show. Just, yeah. Sometimes I'm really mellow. And 
And so, um, that's weird because so when we met you at that podcast meeting, you were wearing this huge feathery <laughs> bikini. <laughs> going, la, 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 la. Yeah, I was like, wow, <laughs> this, this <laughs> seems like who she really is. Let's like, get her on the show. This is a professional meetup. I've I mean, never gone la, 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 la in that costume. I don't know, but that was my, my audio <laughs> representation of what it's like to be in that costume. And don't you feel also like, like Samba of all the dancing, I feel like is the most like out there yeah. and th- th- there's not a lot of, um, like reserve in you know, and, it's and hard to be reserved mm-hmm. when you're wearing glitter and feathers. And yeah. That's basically <laughs> <laughs> so did you find a lot of the dancers? I know you said th- a lot of them had the similar kind of weird owl thing. Did you find that a lot of the women that were doing it too were like, by day I sell houses, by night I yeah, like molt my feathers. that I've met, unless they were full-time professional performers, were very different on versus off stage. Mm-hmm. And wow. so it started there. And then when I started speaking with people more and more about this, they everyone would come forward to me with their deep secret. I was like, really? Oh, let's get behind. I was like, I don't want to hear it now. Don't yeah, tell me now. That's who we are. <laughs> let's get behind the microphone. Yeah. It's never as good. Yeah, no, time. you've got to do it. On, got, yeah. It's got to be, be on the, on the fresh. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So then people started coming to me to tell me their secrets and how many episodes do you have right now? Oh, shoot. It's in the summer between 60 and 90. Wow, it's terrible I mean, that I don't know. No, you just stop <laughs> counting after a while. Yeah, no, but that's that's, that's awesome that you found yeah. enough content with people who are living these sort of separate lives. Yeah, not all of them are super shocking and secret. Mm-hmm. Some of them are are pretty um, straightforward, like they're br- like a Brazilian <laughs> like samba performer, a, li- a librarian you know? by day, a book reader by night. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> what is going on here? Separate right? lives. <laughs> just <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I found a couple of people who have alter egos that are personas that they put out to accomplish great things, put Mm. on to accomplish great things. Like there is one guy called, he has the Iron Cowboy as his persona. And for him, he, when he wears his cowboy hat and he steps into this Iron Cowboy alter ego, he's able to do things that he would not be able to do as his by day person. He's just a dad who trains I mean, he's not just a dad. This guy's an insane athlete, but he was able to do 50 full Ironman marathons. What? Oh my gosh. 50 days in a row. What? All 50 states. What? Oh my gosh. That's One in each state. <laughs> That's a lot. 50 it's, days in a row. This man is How not human, and yeah. it's because of his persona. Part he of just, the reason is because when he steps into that identity, yeah. he's unstoppable. And you lose your limitations. Like, I think yeah. a lot of the celebrities, like, Katy Perry and Beyonce, they all have their alter egos and, exactly. you know, Sasha Fierce and all that kind of stuff. I mean, yeah. some of them are channeling demons, but that's for another podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Can I be on that podcast too? That sounds really say, exciting. Yes, or we'll send me whoever comes your way. We'll share with you the YouTube videos where uh, I could like see Lady Gaga like getting a demon in her. But like, um, oh I think a lot of times for like, we all have limitations as like us, the people, but then yeah. our, our alter egos are like superhuman you know exactly so so you first started the podcast and you were inspired by that did you know the first like kind of set of guests you wanted to have or did people come out of the woodwork for you I had I had some guests so I had I knew of one person who had been trying to sleep with me for a while (laughs) (laughs) that's always who we go to first right it's like you want to fuck me okay let's go no I'd love to just have you on the podcast if that's okay the reason is because he is a cuckold Mm-hmm. And he was looking for somebody to be his dom, which is not something that I have judgment toward personally, but I wasn't into that with him. Yeah. Okay, wait, know? so if some if a guy is a cuckold, what does that mean again? I forget. 
So somebody who gets off on being humiliated and that's that's the premise of it. Okay, so it doesn't being necessarily you just have to be denied, humiliated. Being denied and humiliated. Because so a lot of the a lot of people refer to cuckolding as like it's a guy and he wants uh, some other guy to fuck his wife. That's typically how it happens. Right. The humiliation is is by not being able to be with the person you want to be with and okay. somebody else gets to. So oh in gosh. this situation though, what what was the <laughs> what was the circumstance? Because he's asking you to come in and just humiliate him. humiliate him in some way. He was trying to bribe me with giving me gifts. And which it sounds like a cool thing, like, oh, great, I'll just take the gifts. It's never free. It always comes with some yeah. weird energetic exchange where the person's like calling and texting a bunch of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Being a weirdo. <laughs> He's got a c- I mean? cuck hold on you. <laughs> well, oh. yeah. So, so, so he would, I don't know. It, it, it was pretty funny at first. And then it got annoying because how do you get rid of somebody who likes to be humiliated by not, by you? Yeah, not because right, then he likes right. the rejection. Exactly. Well, yeah. He gets off on it. So, so he wanted you to. Yeah, I, I guess I still, if I can get a little bit deeper in this. Yeah, let's do uh, it. Let's do it. Let's get deep. So he wanted you to humiliate him in what way? Sexually or just. He in, wanted me to be with other people. Okay. And tell him about it and that he. And basically tell him, like, oh, you. I can cuss on your yes, show. Oh, That's yes. right. Yeah. Uh, Say things like, please. oh, you're. I, w- I would never be with you. You're such a. You're penis is so small like it, no stuff like that he would like, want you to say those things yeah okay. and he would he would get off on wow. me saying you'll never be with me like you're it's funny it's so I, hard for me to be mean and say it right now no, just stop to, me. i'm just like to, to degrade him basically like he yeah. wanted to be degraded and rejected he to be and, degraded and, and then i, I was I that's funny he should meet my that. ex-girlfriend because she could do <laughs> she that wants like to degrade you constantly yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i was gonna say if Bo she was, was a cuckold, he'd she be. was born for that role actually <laughs> somewhere do you have like cuckold written on your profile because you keep on getting degraded and humiliated and i feel like maybe we're missing some 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 bumble like i'm definitely missing something that's for sure so like uh, is this also was this your first go around at this type of situation or have you like been a, a dom in other previously? I've explored it a little bit um, just because, you know, if you really like somebody and sometimes they have a fetish, mm-hmm. you're like, OK, I'm willing to try that with you. And yeah, um, one of the one of my partners was into threesomes and setting up he would like to set me up with people that I wanted to be with it wasn't that he wanted to be humiliated but more like he was my concierge so oh and he, he was giving you a present which is these exactly. people mm-hmm. and he was like male and female like so he didn't care if there was other males he liked it to be males oh, because yeah. I think part of him he liked being able to have somebody else do things that was a man so mm-hmm. that he could not be the man. Wow. So he was kind of on the verge of cuckold, but he wasn't. Where into does that come from? I really want to understand that. Me too. I, I really want to understand it and not make fun of it, but like understand like, cause just being a man, knowing my roles that have been given to me in social settings in the past. Yeah. It, it seems like, uh, maybe that's the answer is that we've always just been given that role and we don't want it or we want it to be stripped down. But it's like, I can't imagine <laughs> looking at any guy I know and be like, hey, can you just can you fuck my girl? That'd be great. Right? That'd be really great. Make <laughs> me feel so good to just watch her have extreme pleasure with you. It's like, what? Yeah, I don't know if it's the case for all cuckolds. I don't imagine that it is. But for him, I know that he struggled with intimacy a little bit. Okay. And so I think it gave him um, a rush that maybe simulated some I don't know that it would say that I would say simulated because I imagine that there is a there is a level of intimacy that comes from 
sharing that dynamic with yeah. everybody. Absolutely. Yeah, it is absolutely a gift of, of something. He, yeah. That person thinks they're giving a gift. I'm yeah, so I don't want to get in trouble by any listeners out there who are cuckolds. Oh, we don't have any listeners, don't worry. Oh, perfect. I'm just so kidding. <laughs> 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 but, um, yeah, I you know, I'm not entirely sure what, what the yeah. mindset is behind it. Are those the weirdest experiences you've had um, with cuckolding, I guess? <laughs> Personally. I didn't like that word. It really makes me feel cuckold. like every it's time. Awkward, yeah, it's it seems like word. it's not something you do on a farm. I like it. I think it, it sounds fun. Cuckold. No, yeah. Yeah, yeah, hey, yeah. go out there and get those cuckolds. Old McCuckold. <laughs> it's like, what? So skip back a little bit before that, yeah. too. Did you, like, growing up have any sort of, like, like, did you grow up religious? Did you grow up? Oh yeah. Like, so was there a That's little bit of That's why I get attracted to these weirdos. I was going to say, <laughs> like, there's I'm no like, other way. Catholicism really sets you <laughs> every, oh my gosh. <laughs> I, I got like dumped for like every Catholic school girl growing up where it was I like, was, I was a Catholic see, school girl. Yeah, you were the, I'm so sorry yeah, for all of us. Matt really. Jones dumped me <laughs> because he was like, I'm so sorry, but Libby, gives hand jobs and you don't and I remember like going home and crying and being like I could give a hand job but I was like practicing on like a tangerine or something like I didn't even have a banana I was just like how do you give a hand job to a, a tangerine that's why yeah. I got dumped like I don't know <laughs> <laughs> it was so sad but like Libby was was I remember I just remember seeing this girl and then it was like who I got dumped for and she was so cool wearing her Catholic school skirt like smoking oh, they, they were yeah. all the fast girls she's a I stereotype that girl I couldn't keep up and now she's like pregnant with 22 you know, kids you know I bet you that's where this whole alter ego thing came from because I learned from a very young age that I could not be myself at home. Yeah. I learned huh. like I have to do what I'm told, right. but I can be whoever I want to be when I leave the house right. or when I'm in the privacy of my own room or right. whatever when right. I'm out with my friends. So I think that's where this all really started. Thanks, Catholic school. I know. <laughs> what, the, re the repression. Is that is it like what makes Catholic school girls so like fast? Like is it is it just it's the not, repression I, of not you being? You think it's fast? I think oh, it's just yeah. I think they're exploratory because they're told that they're wrong and then they realize yeah. maybe I'm not wrong. Maybe this uh -huh. whole system is wrong. And they start to explore and then they're like, uh uh. I I no, yeah. I've been told no my whole life. And you and you learn from a very young age that when everything is wrong, that it can't all be wrong. Just logically, that doesn't make sense. Right. And so you think, OK, if this one thing that I heard was so terrible and evil and wrong, maybe everything else. is Yeah. Fine, yeah. You know? Yeah. So it's like built on this. What's that called? Like a level, unlevel like a uh, <laughs> foundation. You need to look that up again. <laughs> I really ruined this whole metaphor. No, no, no. Yeah, it's like uh, a house of sticks or cards or something. House of like cards. That. Ah. Yeah, house of ah. cards. A house of cards. So, so if you just <laughs> we're say also playing catchphrase. I'm like, <laughs> I got this over to you, <laughs> Kevin. <laughs> Kevin Spacey. <laughs> we're playing. We're playing games over here. <laughs> I'm losing. I think. I don't know. Oh my gosh! I just had a flashback of me like playing in the dirt and just. Matt Jones dumping me. Whoops, I can't. I'll get over Aww. it one day. I know. But I would Do you like need to talk about it. <laughs> no, I would just Athena like. Athena and I brought you on today to, to talk get, about our to get thing. to the root of yeah. this. I just this makes me feel better to talk about it because I feel like it's it's a coming full circle where now I you can know, be friends with the Catholic. Can I just stand in for that Catholic school girl yeah. and say I'm so sorry? I was Thank repressed you. and I didn't know better. <laughs> I love that. Are we? Are you? Are you healed? I need a tangerine. <laughs> Someone hand me a tangerine. <laughs> no, I feel good. I feel I feel better. I, I'll hand you a tangerine, but I don't know that I can make eye contact. Yeah. I would be friends. I was like the geeky Jewish girl just being like, I have chin hairs. Like, look at me. Oh, <laughs> so, yeah. oh man. But anyway, yeah. So uh, so <laughs> did anyone in your life first listen to the episodes and were like, whoa, girl, you're like, you're going into some uncharted territory at first. Like, yeah. yeah. I think it got a lot of traction right out of the gate just because there were so many kind of weird yeah. things that I talked about. And 
I have this knack for being able to talk about just about anything and not having something going on with it where I have judgment. Right. So I'm an open book as far as people sharing their their stories and their secrets with me. <laughs> That's awesome. So I think people like to listen and be a fly on the wall. Have you gotten any secrets where you're like, okay, now I have to like maybe call the police <laughs> or anything like that? Or It hasn't happened. I don't want to say yet because I don't want to jinx myself, but I haven't heard anything where... I was like, ooh, maybe you shouldn't have told me that. You mm-hmm. know, typically people are are really freaked out about their whatever their secret is because it's just an identity. They're afraid of what it might mean about who they are. Mm-hmm. But I've heard so many things at this point that I'm like, oh, yeah, that sounds pretty normal. And, and sometimes they get let down like, oh, my big crazy weird thing is I not thought I weird. was interesting yeah. and weird yeah. special and I'm like oh no I've please heard all about please. that yeah honey I've heard all about <laughs> your weird like kinky yeah life and it, you know it's pretty normal actually I think a lot of us have stories like that and parts of our identity like that and which is I think where the whole alter ego thing came from is because people are afraid to step in, just be like this is who I am yeah all, this is actually just part of me and it's yeah. okay to experiment and explore without creating this other persona that lets me do that. I have a question for you that I'm just starting to deal with. Uh, Bring it on. I'm so excited. Thinking about, um, <laughs> because I'm single and I'm doing this podcast where I'm putting out lots of details about my life, uh-huh. uh, both when it paints me in not a great situation, you know, as a, I'm not necessarily a bad person, but like, I don't mind being honest about all the shit of me. Yeah. Okay. But now I've had enough episodes where people are contacting me and saying like, oh, I love the episode. I didn't know that about you. I'm like, oh, no. I, you, you don't realize because you're recording in the privacy of your own home. Yeah. We've got this fake fireplace going and the lights are <laughs> I nice drug and Bo ro- before yeah, every episode nice so and I romantic. just give him the truth serum. And we try to just get down to the nitty gritty. But then I realized like I have to deal with the aftermath of that. The backlash is like. You got back with that girl? And it's like, okay, you know, Aunt Susan, I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, I have to yeah. then have like 900 conversations about what I did and why. And I'm wondering, and this is where my question comes in. Yeah. Do you feel like after kind of pouring yourself out and being very honest in a podcast format, and then putting it out there, people that you're starting to date, do they ever listen to it and go, oh, well, I learned a lot about you? And you don't have that for them. Like, I, like yeah. if I meet a girl and they seem interesting to me, if they find out I have a podcast, they're already 12 hours ahead of me. You know what I mean? They can so just true. boom. And they're like, oh, he's like this and it does that. And oh, he's not very good with this way. You know, do you yeah. feel that way? Oh, yeah. When I first started Alter Ego, I had just entered a new relationship, which mm. I'm no longer in. Yeah. And it was kind of a challenge because I was revealing a lot of different things about myself. And, you know, I kind of had to. I felt like I had to race ahead of the game and share things with him before they came out of my house. Uh, <laughs> that's <laughs> how I feel. You're like, by the way, I really like furries. Episode seven. <laughs> like, <laughs> just yeah. wanted you to know before the whole world knows. It's going to drop that on you. You'd be like, I didn't know until I heard it on your podcast. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, yeah. And I have had a little bit of challenges with a couple of guys I've dated where they're like, what's your secret? Like, are you some sort of secret thing? Why don't you tell me? I'm like, no, actually, I've shared what all of my my yeah. personas are yeah. on my podcast. And I think there's some stigma that has to do with identity when it comes to different pers- personas and personalities, like multiple personality disorder or something that could be more severe, like split. like A split identity yeah, kind split of stuff. Identity yeah, yeah, or, yeah. Or, you know, people... 
or different identities. I've read or I've heard stuff about people that have like seven of them living in one where they can switch to like, now I'm Joni. Or it's like, now I'm Bill, you know, like so they can do different, which I think that like alters on like sick not sickness but you know what i mean like an actual issue and which people need help for that's different than like a banker that also moonlights as like a tango dancer i don't know why i'm so into tango today (laughs) yeah i think for it some of the guys that i've dated have not really been up to the task of me talking to all of these different types of people and i just realized they're just not a good partner for me you know it's not a good fit if they're going to be insecure about me speaking with someone who's a stripper or which it sounds like I have all of these crazy fetish episodes. It probably makes up a fifth of what my episodes yeah. are. And and then there's a variety throughout. Speaking of mental illness, though, there is a woman. Some of my most interesting episodes are, epi- I think it's six and seven or seven and eight. And it's Julie Woods. And she has multiple personality disorder, which is now called dissociative identity mm-hmm. disorder. And some of her different identities actually come out on the episodes oh, and oh I speak gosh. with them. So she like, she can switch in and out. What? Yeah. She controls it or not always, she said, but that was one of the most challenging and rewarding podcasts that I've ever done because it was That's seriously, awesome. un- it was so uncomfortable. Yeah. You know, for me, cause she's really, really, really out there and I'm, I'm fairly out there and I've met a lot of really interesting and eclectic and, and I feel like there's probably a line of not wanting people. to be, uh, to not, to not exploit it too. So like, good, exactly. you still want to probably cover it like journalistically, yeah. but also not exploit yeah. it, but also not give in to like that. It's like not a carnival or something yeah. like that. So that's a right. cool for you to still do it, but to still have like regard that it's a human being yeah. and stuff like that is a good, um, good way to do it. And that's probably the closest that those episodes are the closest that I got to feeling extremely uncomfortable like I wasn't always sure if she was somebody that was safe Mm -hmm. to speak with you know I didn't know I was really careful about how much information I gave her as far as I you know I got a google voice number and I got all of these different ways that kind of veiled myself not because I'm because I'm like oh she has dissociative identity disorder so she's bad and scary but she had shared with me a couple of things about she has some violence with some of her personas. Uh, oh boy. So I was like, okay. You got to protect yourself. For, yeah. You know. What if like, what if you are, what if like the third personality is homicidal, like, like a, a murderous person? Like that is weird. Then I guess I didn't know whether or not that was true. Yeah. So I just walked into it protecting my personal information, you know, so that she couldn't actually access me yeah. except through, but it was fine. And it was one of the most incredible episodes I've ever had. It's really fascinating. That's great. Yeah. Do you know what episode that is? You said six or seven? It's called Julie Woods. um, Multiples Julie Woods. Now, you do this podcast where you bring people on. You obviously interview them. They're talking about their, you know, double lives. When the episode comes out, have you ever had any backlash where people are like, oh, I wish I hadn't said these things or I look or sound ridiculous. I really want you to take that down. Thankfully not. That's good. Um, One person did share with me after the episode that they really wished they had accidentally revealed their name. This woman was a humiliatrix and she had said something where she, (laughs) you know, all the jargon. I love it. You're like, what what is that? Is that different than she's so her job is that she humiliates men for money again. So she uh, needs uh, to be set up with your cuckold boy too. She does need to be set up, but she, but I think he's looking for like a relationship that he doesn't pay for. Oh, uh, and she how does how much does that even cost? I wonder. Do you have any idea? Um, I looked. I'm asking for a friend. 
<laughs> you could Venmo me like eleven dollars an hour or something. I would humiliate someone for like twenty bucks. I don't really an insult. know. I I have I do know I have a friend who does that. Um, part part of that is what she does for a living. But I think Sierra Lynch is the woman I'm referencing this episode. That's that it's about, and she has a paid line that you pay like by the minute. Speak wow. with her, and then she has a video line and stuff like that. And does she like roast them? I mean, that's a good. <laughs> she has a, yeah, it's every call. Is this thing on? <laughs> Let's do this. I'm almost uncomfortable. Like when I was talking with her, you know, when you know, when she, someone's saying something that's so raunchy and disgusting and gross and weird, and you know, I'm being so judgy when I'm saying that right now, where you're just kind of like <laughs> just smiling, like you can't, you can't quite yeah. <laughs> close your mouth because you're so uncomfortable, <laughs> and like you're suddenly. A, 10 years old again uh, like you thought you were an adult and you're like oh yeah so that's God. called the humiliatrix yeah oh my gosh that this sounds like old. a that sounds like a pro wrestler's name yeah humiliatrix. the humiliatrix <laughs> <laughs> all the ones we're talking about are the sexual ones but they're the most interesting. i know i know and you know what honestly that's what we find is a lot of people ask us like oh we want you to talk about this and it's almost always like sexual or, or deep yeah. relationship it's stuff and it's very it's repressed be- yes because yes. people yes. don't aren't honest a lot of times aren't able to share that part of themselves so they're really interested in that you know? Absolutely. Yeah. Right? I think what it comes down to is we all have shit. Yeah. And so exactly. I would rather walk into if it's a relationship or a situation mm. knowing what the shit is. Yes, me too. It feels a little bit more approachable rather than like, oh, I'm even with you guys, because I feel like I secretly or I really don't have like big giant fetishes. But on the flip side, like if I walk into a room with my friends and everyone asks how you are or something, we never give like the real answers of what right. is actually yeah. happening in our life and everything. Know. Yeah. They're yeah. Like, why are you being such a downer right now? Right. Uh. So we all are like an <laughs> alter ego yeah. of all times. And I think that's, I think like that causes a lot of our illnesses and anxiety and stuff like that. Cause I think yeah. not being able to express yourself is like, yeah. I okay. Really ladies express that. yourself. What is Ooh. your, uh, uh, I'll ask you two different questions. Okay. okay? hold hands and <laughs> what is your deepest fetish my deepest fetish? yeah, yeah your, your 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 biggest <laughs> desire fetish my style. biggest desire fetish style yeah Gang, not gingham so style compared to what i've heard like this is gonna sound so vanilla no i think that's good that's if it's honest <laughs> if it's honest you know it is honest okay let me think about it it's really just so every just so it. everyone knows Athena got really serious all of a sudden. Well, I have to make sure I did get serious. <laughs> I have to make sure because I'm like, if I speak this out into the world, maybe this is going to happen. So I want to get it right. Oh, yeah. You're right. <laughs> we, we're manifesting. We're manifesting right now. I am manifesting my deepest. You say something that isn't true and then it keeps happening. You're like, damn it. I didn't want this fetish. <laughs> I didn't want this to happen. We're mana fetishing. Okay. Mana fetishing. It's a thing. <laughs> we are just. Uh, Do you want me to go humiliatrix on your ass right now? <laughs> 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 I totally can if you want. With a tangerine. For Seven dollars. Like With that. a tangerine. <laughs> okay. So deep. Um, I think it would be great to have. Hold on. Let me get my pen and paper here. Aww, <laughs> that's so cute. I think it would be great to pick out a bunch of different guys to go down on me ah. like taking turns like an octopus nice. octopusy your turn so like you're in a room your it's turn. you and oh like my gosh, seven or eight yeah. dudes for as long as i want <laughs> like four days or something <laughs> you know, as long like, as it takes she's got like, bags oh, under I her eyes that. and just like <laughs> okay one more 
<laughs> yeah. Bring, bring Gary in. It's Gary's turn. That's a good turn. one. So the difference is just like, I love that because that's a powerful oh, yeah. scenario. That's good for you. Oh, yeah. That would be great. So, you know, seems to, like a very to manifest that if anybody. No, no, no. Just don't contact me. If, Actually, if 40 dudes, idea. if 40 dudes want to come hang out and go it's, down on Athena. But that's just not 40 in. random dudes, though. So you get like, to pick out the dudes. That's oh, yeah. your. Okay. Maybe like a frat or something. No, like no, a, no, 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 frat. no, no. They're like gonna, a, they're gonna be drunk. It's gonna be bad. Maybe like a and they're gonna group. be like, yeah, look what I did, bro. Yeah, so you're it's right. It's gonna be about them and not about yeah. me. And that's just no a no go. A Jehovah's Witness. <laughs> 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 I need people who've got something to prove. Like yeah. a room full of them. <laughs> <laughs> then go to then go to any bar in America. <laughs> that would be a frat house, I guess. They've got so yeah, much. So to prove. much to prove. <laughs> but to wow, me, wow, that's not a to good one. That's a good one. Oh my gosh, I'm so in a relationship because mine is genuinely like my boyfriend's downstairs playing Mario. I'm upstairs watching like MasterChef Junior and like we're both happy. That's, <laughs> that's your fetish? That's your, listen, you played it so safe right now. I know, there. I know. Oh, that I know. Is I know. That's, no. no, at least get on the Mario costume or something, uh, yeah, you like know? Luigi's like Luigi's fucking yeah. me from behind on the tunnel. <laughs> yeah, you're like, uh, hey, Luigi, get up on my Princess Peach. No, mine is um, like I like furries. I've never had any sort of like Wait, you ooh. like furries? Or I feel like it would be hot to get banged by someone dressed up as like a wolf or something. Uh, All right. But I'm very particular about the animal. Like, I want masculine animals. Like, I don't yeah. want to. P- I would feel so bad if a penguin is, like, banging me or something. Like, I want <laughs> something that can hurt me, like a horse or a camel. Or something <laughs> that could hurt you? Or, like, like a masculine animal. Maybe an ostrich. Those yes, things are powerful. Completely. There yeah. you go. My do- my dildo- that long-ass <laughs> neck and those big... <laughs> What if there's eight ostriches going down on Athena? <laughs> like Dressed runner. as Mario. <laughs> but like, I would say the furry community is something that I like, but I just never, I don't know, I never have made the time to dive into furry. That's so funny. I, so the furry community, actually, I never understood it. It, it always seemed like so, uh, uh, and I'm not making fun of it by any means. Everyone's got their thing and that's totally fine. Uh, yeah. But when I think about it, I'm like, wait, so you just dressed up like stuffed animals and then you like cuddle it's like i don't know there's something about that i just don't understand and it's so interesting that that's something you're yeah. actually into there's something like yeah. fantasy yeah. land about it and totally yeah 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 and there's something about like um not beastie not bestiality but like like beastly uh, i don't know how to explain it but yeah. yeah speaking of which those i had furries in my first week too now it's you all did? coming back to oh. me first week i had furries i had uh, a human mermaid i had a male burlesque performer i had Julie Woods, the multiple. Wow, this is a pretty good. S- it's that such is a, a good week. That's a pretty good week. Ugh, the Human uh, Mermaid. So yeah. it was a woman that like lived in a tank. Or, or she, a well, it's it's her full time thing. She goes around and she's a mermaid. That's what she does. It's, oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I I, I, there's <laughs> so much more to that. Starry eyes. I know because I, I was trying to think of like. like <laughs> I wanted to be a mermaid when I was a child. I know. Actually, I don't have the mermaid vibe. I feel like lots of girls like mermaids and unicorns, but yeah. I'm not. I'm just like, give me an ostrich. No, you're like, give me the ostrich and, and, and a horse. <laughs> yeah. I'm good to go. So the furry people, were they like attorneys by day and then by night they dressed up like? They they had taken on their furry personas almost full time. Oh. oh, really? Yeah. And that's what I find happens a lot with the alter egos is that it's a safe place to explore identity without having to make ourselves that thing. Just yeah. in case we want to kill it off if it doesn't get good approval right, or right, acceptance. Right. 
But then after you realize, I really like this, people accept me, da 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 da. Why not go for it? I feel alive in that moment. Why wouldn't yeah. you just go for it? Yes, exactly. So oh, you, you just guys become a furry full time. <laughs> you're just full time furry. furry. You'll like this. A few <laughs> years ago, my uh, dad is a professor, and he had their convention, like their yearly ecology prevent, uh, uh, convention, uh-huh. was at the same hotel and same time as the Brony <laughs> conference. So like the wait, men, My Little Pony. Yeah, so Bronies oh, are like <gasps> My I Little Ponies men. I don't have a brony. so maybe. Maybe he knows someone from the conference. So you had all these like ecology professors at the same time as the Brony convention. <laughs> Girl, look it up. So it was like, <laughs> I'll see him. Maybe he, maybe he met someone. I'm hoping my dad doesn't know any Bronies. He is like, a Brony. Oh my God. Your dad's a Brony. Your dad is a Brony. Yeah. If he knows, no one knows about I would brush his hair if he was a Brony. What Nobody do you think if you, if you, <laughs> if you true. could say <laughs> what you think your parents fetish is? Oh my gosh. Or what their desire. I, I don't know. I like I'm how you skipped right over your fetish. Oh, no, I'll get to it. Get to <laughs> we're going to get there. Don't you worry, girl. Oh, my gosh. My sweet little parents. Yeah. I feel like they're very normal. Okay. Except, except my mom Great. is like very, very athletic. So I would say maybe something where she's more dominant over my dad. Because he's just like already like, here's my wallet. Here's my everything. And she's, <laughs> she's very like energetic and like she's, she's a little pipsqueak. Yeah, I can yeah. see her being like that. I she can loves hear like, Yeah, she already humiliates yeah, me. So, yeah, it's good. Definitely. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> My dad's a brony, I guess. I mean, that's what we're... But I thought that was such a funny yeah. sight of all these, like, ecology scientists at the same hotel forced to be, like, in the <laughs> lobby with, like, hundreds of men that think that they're, bro- like, a My Little Pony male or something. That's amazing. I know. I think yeah, that I is. love how life comes together uh, like that. <sighs> I love that those people exist. It just makes me happy on the inside. Yeah. Just so happy. Okay, fetish time. Go. Yeah. Um, <laughs> go. I I'm, this is probably vanilla as well. Wait, wait, yours wasn't vanilla. <laughs> what am I thinking? So You're like I have twenty dudes. But like, I want to be one of sixty-eight guys uh, going <laughs> down. <laughs> 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 I just want to be first. That's all. I mean, I just, just get in there, get out, and I'm like, hey, I did my job. Go ahead, clean up, clean and up. I'm guys. just standing in the corner as like a kangaroo or something, like, <laughs> hopping all around on like, your ostrich. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is my kind of party. Suddenly, this is coming together. <laughs> yeah, this is really good. Oh my god, we'll be right back, guys. <laughs> um, I would say it's it's got to be some. I don't know why this is, but I I find myself uh, interested in the control end of things like i like giving pain a little bit oh i do i do actually like giving pain a little bit so what is it about that i don't know i've tried to figure that out like rope you like tying up people i wouldn't mind yeah I, I'm say, I say that like I've never tied someone up. And I'm, you definitely ah, yeah, I wouldn't mind. <laughs> 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 what rope was? Oh, that's a good idea. Sometimes I'm here when like Bo's Amazon <laughs> things come in, and, I'll, and if he's in the bathroom, I'll just like open it. <laughs> so I'll just be like, "Why is? Why did you order rope?" And he's like, "Meryl, <laughs> <laughs> you guys share an Amazon account?" Too? No, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. I just have nosy. That is a recipe for yeah. an no. interesting disaster. I don't know. There's something. There's something about it. I do not like to receive pain at all, but I like to give it. I don't know. I don't know what that is, and maybe that's just a uh, maybe that's just my preference in sex. Yeah, I don't always like it that way. It's not like it's not like a thing that's like, right, well, now we got to get rough every single time. I don't feel that way at all. Yeah, but um, and then definitely, I, I, I definitely have that like, uh, wouldn't it be great if three women or like yeah, kind of like what you said, like you just got men. someone, to, yeah, 
Or we like all want in. lots of the opposite yeah, sex. It, I you do. Or, or I think you do. You like. Not the opposite sex. There's something about being. I don't want to sound. I don't want to be wrong here, but it's like something about being served or being like oh, yeah. catered yeah. to. Yes. Yep. It's like I imagine like the palm fronds and yes. it's like, oh, that, that girl's going down on me. And yeah. And she's and just like, they're just massaging me. And it's like, yeah. who wouldn't want that? I think it used to be way more like that back in like the Greek days and everything. You would have like multiple partners at any yeah. time and it meant a lot. We less. wouldn't. Yeah. Bo would. Yeah. I yeah. Would. <laughs> and then Bastard. 40% of those partners that I'd be having were be boys, unfortunately. That's true. And that's the Ooh. truth. Of the old days. But do you secretly want to wear like underwear, no. like girls' underwear or anything like that? No, 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 no. no you no, really no. don't? Nope. And do you have any? You sound like you've been waiting to ask him that. <laughs> Actually, every episode <laughs> I ask him. <laughs> Even if we have like a sportscaster on. <laughs> I'm just like, now's the chance. Sat no, in red I, I, underwear. <laughs> I don't. I'm not interested in dressing up. I'm not interested in. Uh, I definitely don't want to be humiliated. To me, that sounds awful. That sounds like it would yeah. kill the intimacy completely. Like a boner related. Yeah. Gone. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like you also don't secretly want to like fuck a guy like i feel like you're no, not I also don't. no no no, no. I so don't. i don't know because sometimes people are like yeah. in this w- deep dark fantasy of that i was just talking about this with a girl and i was like she said i'm, I'm actually attracted to women too but i want to be a, in a heterosexual relationship and i was like okay yeah i totally get it but then it, it, if you were to ask me like well have you ever like I, I can tell you like i've never been sitting on the couch with my bro playing like uh playstation and been like you know what dude kind of want to suck your dick like <laughs> i've never done that but oh. like but like women it seems like it's more approachable that like oh i was in college and my roommate and i we totally went down on each other and it's like really is that like yeah. that happened seems to happen a lot more i think that has to do with stigma in some ways yeah. because yeah i mean if you just look at like there's so much female female porn yeah that's there. true that's and true. there's tons of guy guy porn too but it's more catered toward men in specific yeah whereas Female, female porn is like everyone can have some. That's yeah. true. That's yeah. true. Yeah. yeah. Have and you ever dated not a woman? Around it, short term. Yeah. yeah. I've been with women. Yeah. That doesn't surprise anybody <laughs> at all. I know. If any woman said that, I'd be like, okay, yeah. I mean, the first person I, you know, the first person that I went down on my best friend. We went down on each other when we were like nine years old. Yeah. We didn't know what we were doing, but that was holy my first fuck. Nine encounter. years old. Yeah. Catholics. Yeah, True. they're so Catholic. Guys, yeah. if you want to hook up with a nine-year-old, get into the Catholic <laughs> church. No, She was greedy, too. She'd be like, my turn, my turn. I'm like, no, it's my turn. <laughs> yeah. And your parents are like, like what are you fighting over yeah. a doll? <laughs> they think you guys are fighting over Barbies, and they're like, what the fuck is happening? They come in the room, and they wouldn't suspect anything, because... Yeah, <laughs> right. Because two little girls. Oh my god, that's crazy. Oh you just my never god. know what your eight-year-olds are doing. Just saying out there. Wow. <laughs> you know, I want to go back to a second. Uh, that phrase, going down, going down on a girl. Right. There's really no powerful way to say that. The way there is for men. Like. Oh yeah, we just talked about this. Oh, the like, suck my dick, or like yeah, that's kind yeah, of a when a guy's like, oh, put, yeah. my, put my cock in your mouth or suck my dick. It sounds so like. Ugh. And then a woman's like, will you please go down on me? (laughs) Thank you. Like going down. We're like like an elevator. Girls don't ever say like, you're not going to say, I don't know. Like is eat my pussy something that people say that's like kind of sexy? Is it sexy? Depends on who you are. Well, that, yes. If George Clooney or whoever you're into is like, (laughs) may I, uh. (laughs) <laughs> right, eat your pussy you know, or whatever and it's like uh, if you like the person you're gonna think it's that's sexy that's a little more Sean Connery yeah, yeah I was gonna say that's like Bert, that's like <laughs> Bert, no 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 George Clooney is playing Sean Connery in his next movie <laughs> <laughs> not Burt Reynolds no I just always wonder why that kind of sucks like there's nothing really uh, no powerful way to say it I you know? think there is 
eat me out. Ew. Yeah, it's gross, right? Gross. Get down there and <laughs> lick upon me. It's oh, like everything sounds so me. everything sounds so like silly. Oh my god. It's like how do you when say you it's sexy? Say it okay, so okay, wait, wait. I'm gonna no, give no, you no, I'm not gonna do it. I'm, I'm gonna give you your best it. chance. Because he's gonna make that his ringtone or something. Don't edit it out, Mary. Go, it's your turn. I'm just saying, I think it's hard to say it and sound, you know, extremely powerful and sexy um i truly have squashed any like female thing because i have mm. also been with females before and i found the whole experience like af- afterwards she texted me i'm like ew i'm grossed out like really i did not like being with the female like it was really weird how she- many times did you do it with mm. the female with the female two or three she licked upon me oh. <laughs> <laughs> she licked upon me man and uh and i didn't even i think she went to like kiss my toe or something and i'm like ew get this bitch Wait, off of me like wait, she went for your toes like yeah, right out i think she was That's trying to be thing. and i could just tell that it wasn't the same amount of like like i know that i love men so much but i don't know for some reason maybe it was that particular female but for whatever reason uh she also ruined the rules of kind of a threesome because it was in a threesome situation she the rules? i feel like she hit up my boyfriend separately like, oh, the next day good Lord. and kind of did like the no- and so he was awesome and told me about it and go i was boyfriend go Made yeah 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 he, right yeah there. totally and he was like very like hey this person kind of hit me up secretly and i called her out on it i'm like and you try to lick my toes you're disgusting <laughs> <laughs> she's <laughs> out yeah she's out and so <laughs> you should never lick it upon my pussy again <laughs> yeah, <right>. <laughs> <laughs> and every now and then she'll like like my facebook status i just want to write like you toe liquor get away from me but, like, oh my god I know. but yeah so i i think like i truly don't uh i'm trying to think of like deep down like i don't i really 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 don't like um what hurts my like feelings is the secret like secret chat rooms and secret things when people go on if they're in a relationship like i yeah. really 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 don't like cheating like i think some people secretly do or any or like i'm um, sure some people get off on betrayal it. yeah have you had like a lot of episodes that have to do with betrayal or not really so much not really good okay good yeah. i like that it gives me like hope for humanity because i like sex stuff and messed up stuff but i like hate 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 betrayal that hurts my feelings have you ever had someone on the show where they told you this and they hadn't told anyone in their lives uh-huh and then they use that episode to tell the people in their lives have you ever yeah. oh can yeah. you give me an example um it's justin olguin i think is how you pronounce it and he was a cross-dresser oh and he used it as his coming out episode wow, wow. oh my how gosh. awesome is that yeah it was really awesome so we went into all sorts of the the psychology for him, like why he liked to do it, what he was interested in, what he gained from it, a little bit about what his fears were about people knowing. And uh, yeah, it was th- really incredible. I felt so honored. Yeah. And it was one of those things where we recorded the episode. And then I was like, listen, this you guys like this is all you. You get to yeah. tell me when to pull the trigger on this. Like, yeah. I'm just going to have this in my bank of episodes. And right. when you're ready, tell me to, to launch it. And so we did that. And I that's so cool. Yeah, I dropped it when he was ready. So that was wow. really exciting. Wow. Bo, this is going to be your episode for whatever you what want. What am I going to do? I don't know. Just release whatever you need to. And we can <laughs> I get to release now. This Ew. is great. This is great. <laughs> this episode is getting better and better. Oh, <laughs> man. What about weird jobs like uh, that you've had with people like weird careers where weird careers are they besides like besides the humiliatrix or yeah, kind of or, or <laughs> some non. I mean, I hate to take it away from the sex end of things, but anything yeah. that stands out on the non sex end of things like um, um, like someone like grow blueberries farms, but they also are an anti blueberry <laughs> coalition or something. Yeah. <laughs> <or. laughs> Well, I can't think of anything quite like that. Um, I did have somebody 
the the gentleman who founded the Make a Wish Foundation had a had a he died and was dead for six minutes and then came back to life and he had two different sides of himself before and after that. Oh my gosh! That was an interesting. Wait, one. Whoa, 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 wait, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. So he was one dude, then he died, came back. It's not he didn't change his personality completely, okay. but everything about his all of his desires and trajectory and who what? he was in the world changed after that. What is that how Make-A-Wish was started? Basically it's part of it. Yeah. Wow. What? Well, I think that's, I think when people have near death experiences mm-hmm. or even people that have gone through like cancer treatments or anything, they come out with a new lease on life. And yeah, you know, I always wow. hear that too about people that are passing away from cancer and the, or anything really terminal. And they say that the last couple of weeks you just go into like gratitude and it's, it's not what we think like yeah. how it would be. It's like you, you would never know how it is going to be. I think part of that is why he was so passionate about giving people a second chance to have, or it just a chance to do something they've always wanted to do because wow. he realized the value of having that opportunity. That's so cool. You know, I love that. Yeah. yeah. You had that guy on your, your podcast. Uh-huh. Frank wow, Shankowitz. That's awesome. Yeah. Super cool. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I know. <laughs> so excited. And I know. I know. <laughs> I we, love all. We the referenced the I've nun had. before, so that was a yeah. nun. That what did she turn into or something? So or? she had been an artist for a lot of her life, and then when she, um, what age was she? I don't remember the exact age, but she sold. No, no, no. She did not. She erased all of her painting, her drawings in a gallery that she had an exhibition at. So that it was just art. Sh- it was just eraser shavings yeah. on the floor and can't blank canvases. And then she sold all of her stuff and went and became a nun in Tibet. Wow. And then 10 years later, after several things that she talks about on the episode, bum, bum, bum. <laughs> <laughs> Good job. You don't want to give away the milk. We're not trying to get your milk for free. Um, <laughs> She decided that she was no longer wanted to be a nun and yeah. that she was walking out into the world. Um, she had a period of time where she was kind of like she escaped the she escaped her monastery yeah. without and no one knew where she was. And while she was kind of traveling around, she found a latex store, tried something on and that was the end for her. Wow. <laughs> oh, my yeah. gosh. What yeah. if I came to podcast and just like full latex? Bo would we would no die. longer be doing the podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and not in an excited way. And like, don't would, listen, you guys. Yeah. We're all in latex right now. <laughs> <laughs> I can like snap it and feel it. <laughs> so you probably see like a lot of the common threads of going from like shame, fear, doubt, and then crossing over yeah. on the other side of like freedom. And yeah. does that kind of like change the way that you see human dynamic in general absolutely the way that I approach identity is completely different than it was before I started this podcast now I realize we've thought identity is one thing but it's not we're not these people that have this there are through lines that happen throughout our lives but identity is a construct and we're constantly negotiating yeah. it with ourselves and one another yeah. um, and a big part of our identity is a, is a societal function of survival you know yeah. So we've constructed our identities in a way so that we can get through our social dynamics and our existence in a comfortable way. Yeah. Um, but underneath that, you know, there's the deeper spiritual questions of who we really are. And I'm really interested in those topics as well. So yeah. who are we underneath these identities that we've learned and created and, and fashioned in order to get through this interesting existence that we're in right wow. now? Wow. Yeah. That's really good. And yeah. And, um, 
And it's all very negotiable. It is. Because I was going to say, too, yeah. I don't know. Have you guys ever had someone say something, like, about your identity that has kind of, like, that still remains with you? So, for example, like, a friend a few years ago kind of said to me, like, or she was talking about me in a group of people. And she said, like, oh, Meryl isn't good with money or something. Uh-huh. And that, like, cut me to my core so much yeah. where, like, then you believe it. And you're like, I'm not good with money. Or, Absolutely. like, this person's worth in my in her eyes. And then, like, now I feel like she wouldn't even remember that. But that still, like, stuck with me. And yeah. ever since then, it's, like, kind of seeped into my identity. Like, mm-hmm. do you have something like that? Where someone, I think we all do. Yeah. Yeah. I think for me personally, some of mine are um, – I go through different phases of high energy and low energy. And when it comes to who I am out in the world, and and this has affected me in my podcasting sometimes too, because I feel like if I'm not like, hey, I'm up, I'm up, and I've got high energy and zing, 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 come listen to me, I'm amazing. Um, and I love I, the idea of zing, 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 zing. <laughs> we even had that, we had to break it down to the last podcast. I feel like, but we had like, we don't need, we, I don't, we might not even release it, but like we had no chemistry and really? today we had to almost talk about it the same way that it's like sex or something. We're like, okay, we acknowledge that there was like, that was awkward yeah. and weird and there is no chemistry between yeah. us, but like <laughs> we know we're back, you know? So yeah. Yeah. I, we feel that too with like, especially with performing as, yeah. and as a Samba dancer, if you had no energy, you had to like fake it. I get kind of self-conscious about that sometimes. Like, am I going to have the it factor yeah. that I need to perform today, Yeah, you know? And sometimes I felt that way w- with Samba. I felt that way behind a microphone. I felt that way in just about almost every situation who I am at events. And maybe you guys noticed this when we, cause we met at an event yeah. and it was so loud in there. So yeah. you gotta be loud and you gotta be like, Hey, I'm this person and blah, blah, blah. And who are you? And who am I? And Oh my gosh. I like curled up in a fetal position <laughs> afterwards. Even just an hour and a half of that makes me like so, so, so drained. Yeah. Like it's I'm so funny. I wanted to keep going. Yeah, I was you're like, so extra. I was like, that way. I was like, let's do this. Yeah. I'm both where like, I like an hour and a half of it or like a set time. And then after uh-huh. I'm done, I like physically can't even like muster up the courage to yeah. do anything. Like, yeah, I've met people in, in situations like that where I'll go out and have coffee with them later. And they're like, whoa, you're really like melt. Like, are you okay? Oh, like, I hate yeah, that. That I'm makes me fine. So, actually. Yeah. <laughs> like, I yeah. Just, I'm multifaceted. Right. You, and then I realized what I've learned since then is that if somebody is ex- number one, if someone's expecting me to be that way all the time, they're just attracted to that energy and they're not attracted to me. Right. They're attracted to that vibe or that like high pace. And a lot of times the people that are attracted to that, that I get upset if you're not like that are feeding off of it in some way. Yes. So they're looking yes. for their source. Like a little energy. Like, va- I've had so many yeah. people that are like, make me feel happy or something. And I'm like, yeah. Ew, that's gross. I get like, that yeah. too. A lot. And it sucks when you realize, like, if you're not that person, there's some pressure underneath the surface for yeah. you to be that person yeah. for them. Otherwise, you can feel this inherent sense that your relationship is threatened. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, keeping up appearances of how we talked about before. I think that's a, a big part of what breeds illnesses. I really yeah. do. Of, like, trying to make things seem a certain way or trying to keep up with our, like, insanely busy schedules or totally. trying to act happy when we're not. Like, that's, I think it's, like, really bad for our system. And so you're I probably, agree. like, doing a good service to your own self and your own like truth to be able to like it's really freeing to kind of be like i'm not in a good mood or i have a really dark side to me or yeah. you know like i'm yeah, still learning like that to be honest with you mm-hmm. mm. yeah it <laughs> seems like you're allowing people to have this uh, essentially you're a therapist but not in a way that you're telling them what the issues are but allowing them to just be themselves in a yeah. way that they're not used to doing or not used to being able to do in public eye or yeah. I don't know. It's a, that seems really liberating. It to is. Me. Yeah. I, I feel so honored to be able to have the space that 
first yeah. of all, that people will trust me with their stories yeah. is a big deal because yeah. some of them are, are more sensitive than others. You know, some of them aren't the easiest thing to talk about, or they may never have shared parts of themselves with people before. And there's something really freeing about that to know that you'll be heard and that yeah. your voice and your experience matters and is important and yeah. it's, it's worth talking about. So if someone, okay, so if someone is struggling with coming out mm-hmm. for a, I guess, split, not split personality, but an alter ego, if someone yeah, is out there wrestling with this idea of an alter ego, where do you think there is a safe place or what is a good, do you have any advice at sure. all on how someone could deal First with that? First go on her podcast and <laughs> <laughs> break the news there. Well, I just mean like if somebody's in <laughs> Buffalo, in New York or something, yeah. they, want, yeah, they yeah. have a question, you know? Yep. Well, thank God for the World Wide Web, right? Yeah. Because there's... A, there's a community for just about anything yeah. out there now that you can get connected to. So I would say go to the Google, which is the Google Oracle. <laughs> I thought this was another sex term. It's I was like, like, oh my God. You Google <laughs> insults <laughs> to them. I want you to go down to my Google. And I oh promise you that the Google, no, the Google knows <laughs> where your people are. So I would start, you know, yeah. you, can, you can pull up an incognito browser if you need to. Don't worry about it. Just <laughs> oh, to, I'm going to go home and get like all the furry ads on Instagram. I just know <laughs> like, it's going to be like, because you like, like coyotes. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> they are totally monitoring that. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I would say first start online and see what types of communities you can find out there. Um, second, find one person in your in your world that you feel would be a safe person to share that part of yourself with. Yeah. And um, start there. Start small. Just share with one person that's trustworthy and and you feel like is a safe space for you. And explore and experiment. And it doesn't have to be this be all end all, like if you're not this thing, you're a failure. Or if you are this thing, you're a failure. Yeah. You can just play and explore and, and take some of the charge out of it. Yeah. I think that's really important. Having some, yeah. Exploring. No, but I think that's where some of these dark fetishes could come from, you know? Yeah, seriously. And I guarantee you, you walk into any supermarket Mm -hmm. and I'm guessing I can guarantee that I'm guessing okay. <laughs> that at least <laughs> yeah. you're betting that you have, there's a possibility at least 30 uh-huh. percent and probably ranging upwards towards like 60 yeah. have some weird kinky freaky thing about them that they're yeah. afraid to tell anybody. Yeah. And my grocery store is Whole Foods, so you know uh, uh, that's, oh, where, that's where extra fucks up there. Yes. <laughs> Did you guys know there's a big fetish for people wanting to have sex with dolphins? Like, have you heard of the dolphin fetish no. thing yet? Yeah. It, um, I was reading about some article of people that worked at SeaWorld that were saying, like, a few times a week they had to kind of clear out the area because people would stand at the tank and, like, jerk off because a lot of people are turned on by dolphins. And I guess dolphins, <laughs> like, sense it, too, and they'll, like, swim up to them and, like, have giant erections as well. Like, the dolphins kind of, like, play yeah. with that them. That probably gets dangerous for the trainers. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I think dolphins... Because I think, I think that used to be, like, the men out at sea would yeah. be with dolphins and what? stuff. And Why yeah. would anyone be... What? Who's... Dolphins are kind of hot like yeah but what do you mean like these old men are out to sea and they're like well there's a dolphin let me jump in the ocean oh my gosh if you're like a a dolphin penis let's just get straight here i don't know Um, wait what do you mean get straight here the dolphin penis or you guys guess and i'm gonna google uh i'm gonna guess six feet no six feet you always say things are six feet dolphin penis is 18 inches long i that was really close how many feet is 18 inches wait hold on that's a how many feet okay 
the questions Meryl has sometimes I'm like, really, Meryl? How'd you make it this far? The mechanics of dolphin sex. I bet twenty. I question. bet twenty to twenty-four. How long is a dolphin? Yeah. Penis? I can't. I can't. How long is a dolphin dick? Have that on your Google. Oh no! Thanks a lot. I know my. I can't. For now all her ads on Facebook are going to be like dolphins. into dolphins. I can't find. <laughs> it, How about coyotes? We'll, we'll put it in the show notes. We'll find it. And just, I mean, are we talking about bottle nose or like? Oh jeez! Just look up how big is a dolphin dick. I can't believe you went somewhere else to get there. How big? I really want to know how you guys are going to subtitle, how you're going to, you know, title this episode. Yeah. Dolphin dicks and ostriches. <laughs> I yeah, don't know. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> well, I feel bad. I actually feel bad. I, we've really turned this episode into fetish. And it's like, it's not really what you're about. You're about alter egos. But That's of course, okay. our dirty minds are immediately like, let's talk about all the weird sex stuff that people are into. It's more than that. It's way more than that. I That's understand. Okay. So I hope, I hope you're not like. I'm not offended. Okay, okay. Yeah, it goes there all the time. Oh my gosh, yeah. did you guys know a flatworm has a male and female reproductive organ? No. I can't find How did you get to flatworms? You just that has nothing to do with a dolphin. Sperm whales, sea slugs. I can't I really I don't Down know my hole. my browser must have Let me see your phone. How big is a dolphin dick? A Let's dolphin dick. <laughs> you won't believe the size of these animals penises. <sighs> Here we go. I bet a koala is like half of an inch it has a micro penis or something. <laughs> Uh, That's why they're so sleepy all the time. Just so you know, yeah. it's, it's an, Argentine, an Argentine lake duck has 17-inch penises. Wow. Uh, oh, my God. Yeah. That's a pig has 18 inches. Uh, a walrus, 25 inches. Oh, I was way short, I think. Uh, a rooster, zero inches. Oh, my God. It doesn't <laughs> even have a penis. What does he do? He's, he's cock-holding. <laughs> <laughs> he's, you know, it's like cock-withholding. Cock-withholding. <laughs> Um, I don't see it. it literally, I'm telling you. I'm so sorry. Our, our <laughs> listeners. Email our podcast. Yeah, email us at campfireshitshow <laughs> at gmail.com. We'll honestly give you like a If you treat. know, if you know the answer. <laughs> I'm going to call up SeaWorld tomorrow. Them? What? What What do they get? Mm, what do you mean? They'll get a free prize. We'll, go, we'll Maybe like a SeaWorld <gasps> magnet or something like that. A SeaWorld magnet? I think it's time to ask Athena our camper of the week question. Oh. Roll call! And now it's time for the camper of the week. Okay. Okay, so this is the part of the show where <laughs> we have actually... Where we uh, stare awkwardly. Yeah, we have, uh, we have people write in to the show, and they give us a question, and we usually give it to our guests. So okay. today, yes, our you're going to get this question. Yes! Yay! And we'll give you a second to think about it, too. Yes. Uh, we literally just one second. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay, this and question go. comes from... 18 inches. This <laughs> oh, is the answer for everything. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Michael from San Francisco wants to know, what was the last lie you told? Do you have one? No, I genuinely can't think of one. The think. longest lie I ever told... <laughs> was 18 inches. We're just going to keep this coming back, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, I went to an event and my my good friend Annie and I switched names during the event and we were each other the whole weekend. Really? Yeah. For dancing or for performing? No, it was a it was a business event. We, oh nice. we didn't so care. Cute. We didn't care about. We were there like. I love to. Sw- there's something about girls that I love to switch with names with my friend too. I don't yeah, know why we, we like totally to do that. Fucked it up because I kept answering to my name because oh we would have conversations and then we and then if we were ever together. Someone would be like, Annie, Annie, Annie. Like, <laughs> Boy, that Annie has an issue. She's like. <laughs> Annie's either really a, a really big bitch <laughs> she's, really she's ignoring me on purpose or she has hearing problems or I don't know what. That's a good one. There's something about, that's so funny because there's something about switching identities. Yeah. yeah. That Alter does make ego. you feel. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, I did something kind of ridiculous. I was in Las Vegas and I was there for work and I, I was with a friend 
and we ran into this we were at the bar right and so there's this group of australian guys we're all talking drinking whatever and then i was like gosh you guys got the greatest you know uh, accent kind of thing and uh i started trying to do it with them and they were giving me some tips or whatever and then this girl walks up alone of all things and i turn to her and i just start speaking like i'm australian and i take it to a degree that's like i'm australian the whole night like how would you speak unless you're australian right now i'm not come on i'm not gonna even Ready. attempt it's Go. been too long <laughs> good night no it's like so i'm talking to her she thinks i'm australian at this point which is you look like it's you a, could be it's a lie, yeah, totally but it's do. a lie, right? Yeah. And so I'm totally lying to this girl. We go for a while, but then the guys, the actual Australian guys, are getting pissed. Oh. Because now they I'm, know. I they know that I'm lying, and they are Australian, <laughs> and this girl and I are talking for like at least twenty or thirty minutes, and they're in the bar, and then the guy comes over, and goes, "He's not Australian," <laughs> and I was like, huh, huh. "You're like," and then what? she I'm looks not- at me and she goes, "Wait, are you or not?" And I'm like. Yeah, I'm not. Oh, you say oh. your Ohio accent. Yeah, I'm like, like actually, right I'm not at all. You know, and then <laughs> she's like, life. she's like, why would you do that? And I was like, I'm sorry. It actually kind of started as a game, oh. like a silly, stupid thing. I'm in Vegas and I'm, you know, whatever, just with friends. And then it turned into like, I've gone too far to then switch it up. And now I've gone really too far. Right. <laughs> and yeah. so she's like, yeah, I would have, I would have liked you either way. Oh. She got up and left. I was like, I deserve that. She's the hey, New that's Zealand. Such of a good life lesson. I yeah. deserved that. Yeah. Don't act Australian if you're not. I know. Act New Zealander. Yeah. <laughs> Be a that's Kiwi. Not the lesson. Oh, no, that's not the lesson. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. So I think we're gonna do a little bit more now. Okay. What Let's, do you think? Not, I'm okay with it. Are you, you know? okay with it? What is it? Do that boo and do that bow, and now it's time for a little bit more. So this is the time for you to give a little bit more to our audience of something that has been inspiring you lately. Like it can be a podcast, a book, a person, a, an ideology, like something that you want to share. With Anything that you would suggest someone else to check out that you m- think they might not yeah. know about. Oh, okay. This is going to be a bunch of random little s'mores. Good. Good. We love we it. Love we love it. Oh, we got lots of little s'mores. Lots of little <laughs> s'mores. Okay. So these are book related. One, my favorite book as far as interesting stories that come from that are spoken word stories that you can pull deep truths from Yeah, is Clarissa Pinkola Estes book, women who run with wolves. Nice. And it's all about archetypes and, um, that go through far, far, far back, all different cultures throughout the world and history. And she breaks down why those have been spoken word stories Awesome. that are told over time by word of mouth and, and then what it means. And it's really cool. I love it. I've learned so much from that book. That's a great s'more. That's a really good one. Okay, yeah. good. So that's one little one. Do you have another one? That's the whole one. Oh, that's okay, a big that's one. A whole that's, one. That's a perfect <laughs> one. I love that. So funny. I really want to run with wolves now, but it's so good. I feel like I'd oh, that, get Yeah, that's her fetish book, Running yeah. with Wolves. Yeah. <laughs> women Who Run with Wolves. Oh, my gosh. There How did you go. bring that all to all See? back? No, no. Meryl's is Women Who Run with Ostriches. <laughs> <laughs> I get, I'm uh, a dodo. Oh, my gosh. Let me just say, I want to be the first to say this. You are fucking awesome. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, you are. <laughs> Will you be our great. friend in a real way and not in a fake way? Can we be real friends? Yes, please. Okay, I, got I would appreciate oh, that. Uh, tell people where they can get you. You can get me at bealterego.com, bealterego.com, um, or on Facebook at bealterego, Instagram, bealterego, all the places. All the places. All of the places. And your, your podcast is on iTunes. Yeah, it's, it's Alter Ego Podcast. 
Gotcha. Check it out. It's really good. Definitely check yeah. it out, guys. Thanks, guys. Thank you so much for yes, being here. Thank you. I love being here. You're we love so having rad. you. We're gonna have you. We'll have you back for yes. sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Totally. <laughs> but not you. It'll be your alter ego. <laughs> That's fine. I have a couple. Guys, okay. until next time. Stay safe. Don't go hiking. <laughs> don't go hiking. Don't eat lamb. Also, don't be fake Australian. And, and let us know how big a dolphin penis is. Yeah. Yes, huh. please. That's a perfect way so, to end. Yeah. Love you guys. Love you. Bye. This episode of Campfire Shit Show was produced by Bo Hufford and Mero Climo. It was edited by Bo Hufford, and the theme song was produced by me, your friendly camp counselor, Jeremy Stack. Hey, campers, if you want to be the next camper of the week, email campfireshitshow at gmail.com. Say hi to Bo and Merrill on Instagram at Campfire Shit Show. And please don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes.